Keep 100% of your claim. If you've been hurt in a road accident that wasn't your fault, you should really talk to G4 Claims first. Unlike road accident solicitors, we don't charge you for our services, which could see you better off. To keep 100% of your compensation, have a chat with Nicole and the team. You'll be glad you did. Search online for G4 Claims. Keep 100% of your claim. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Selic, the Thunder, episode 102. We're here on deadline day for you all. And don't worry, I'm sure we're all going to be ranting about it in the next wee while. Um, thank you to G4, as always, for the studio. I'm joined this evening by uh, two of the very aggravated Celtic fans to my left. I'll start with maybe the most aggravated of all Celtic fans, Kieran Old. Probably the best introduction I've had on this <laughs> podcast. But You've been letting yourself, your thoughts clear in the group chat the last few days. Oh, fucking raging. Aye, we'll, we'll get into it. How are you doing though? Uh, apart from raging. And everything else in life apart from Celtic, pretty alright. You got your first article published. Well, aye, in the, yeah. the paper last week. He's journalist scum now. Yeah. That's him. He's at the big time. And to the left of me, in the middle of us all, is Callum Craig. Have you seen like it's the first time you've been on in ages? Uh, I got last time I was on. It was like 100. Uh, yeah. Is that episode? Well, that wasn't that long ago then, technically. <laughs> two episodes ago. It just feels like weeks. Um, the season is back up and running, so we're back up and running. We have got a lot to dissect, of course. We have... Um, results which have not been the most easy on the eye we've got transfer windows which have not been the most easy on the eye Celtic really haven't been easy on the eye so I'm sure we're going to get into all we've got your questions we've got the quizzes we've got the whole lot bear with us we are recording at 10 to 8 on Thursday the 1st of February which means the transfer deadline is just under four hours away is my math um, correct? Is half, 11, to midnight up half 11. Half 11. Half 11. Right. So just, just under four hours. I think it would have been four hours at half seven. So <laughs> the clock is ticking. Uh, we are going to react to any news that might come out live. Just keep that in mind when you're watching this podcast back on Friday, the 2nd of February, that the window isn't quite shut yet. We're talking about things to this moment, what's looking likely. Things will change. That's deadline day for you. Um, where does one begin? with what has been a disastrous transfer window for Celtic. We've made one signing in the window, which has been Nicholas Kuhn. We appear to be making our second signing, but Celtic are keeping us hanging on for Adam Eda's official announcement. Take it away, Kieran. Well, I mean, going into this transfer window, you had the talk for the manager, Callum McGregor, talking, banging the drum that this is going to be a big transfer window for moving forward in the, the title charge and the, the talking needing three or four quality additions to come into the squad. Not just squad players, players that are going to come in and make a difference, be starting players, challenging for the spots. And now we find ourselves on deadline day and obviously we've spoke about the time we're recording this. Nobody has been announced today. Even Adam Eder, who's been in the city since last night, supposedly done a medical in London, 
Are they genuinely holding on to announce him at the last second? If my tweet comes true, don't go to bed, Josh Jetson. See, but the Celtic do this deliberately to create the illusion <coughs> that they've actually been busy today because we've not been busy. Our owner's been on the golf course with Rory McIlroy and other famous people um, the rest of them are, I don't know what they're up to they've not been busy today but they're going to wait till 11 o'clock to create this illusion like oh hey that either business was, was tricky today just to mask the absence of other signings no, he's just been sitting playing games on his phone all day skipping past the abuse that he's getting for a guy I know I feel bad for him going that but um, it's just it's been like for everybody knew going into this window what we needed I mean I know we had a, a wee run of form before the the transfer window opened, the promising signs and thinking that maybe we're starting to pick up a bit of form again and then that performance against Ross County happens and we we, we get a win somehow but it's obviously not met by the best reception by the fans and I mean you can't even blame people for being angry at that because Ross County looked like they deserved a draw on Saturday so we're coming off the back of that and then you'd think that would maybe be the rock up the arse to get action done quick fast get the top targets and then you see Sydney Van Hoydonk who we've been linked with for god knows how many months probably upwards of a year now somebody who supposedly wanted to come to Celtic and now we found ourselves in a position where we are now signing the player that's getting shifted out from Norwich City to sign the player we wanted on a loan deal as well let's try and unravel that right there <laughs> like I'm not going to sit and I, I don't want to add to the pile on, on Adam Eder because it's obviously, I feel like he's been, as you said, you said in your channel the other day, he's been kind of caught in the, the crossfire mm-hmm. a wee bit because I don't think the anger is directed at him, it's directed at the recruitment and it's a horrible position he's been put in but obviously fans are well within their rights to be angry about it because it's clear that he was definitely not a top target going into this window and you wonder what the recruitment's actually like behind the scenes because it seems like a shit show because any supposed top targets We've been told no, and we just seem to have twiddled our thumbs for the entire month of January. And the thing that really annoys me is all the talk that we got in the summer, obviously, in the window. We had to see how the players got on, but then when things were very clearly not, we were only a well-oiled machine. Rogers was speaking about, oh, the January window's getting planned for right now. And I don't know if we kind of had the wheel pulled over our eyes, because in the past seasons with Ange, we went in prepared we got the players, got the deals done early, but this time round, here we are. Deadline day, one signing made. We might see a few players out the door, maybe not the big ones that we were hoping would not leave. Fair enough, that's a result, but there's still so many players there on the wage bill. And I just like, I just don't get it. I suppose we can go into the players that we've not back loans for later, but mm-hmm. that, that's a whole other thing. Like, why we're not. Yeah, I mean, Callum, Brendan Rogers made the, the plan pretty clear, as, as Kieran said. He begged for quality for, for weeks leading up to this, months leading up to this window. There was talk that the club were looking for a, a left back. There was club talk that the club was looking for a striker. There was talk that we'd maybe dabble around goalkeepers. And here we are. And this is taking Adam Eda aside for a minute. We are sitting with on, the, on, the, on deadline day on the 1st of February with a right winger which was a position that was never even thought of or discussed. How how much of a mess has Celtic made of this window in your eyes? What is your, what is your thinking as we as we sit here with the deadline looming? Uh, it's just that it's shambles. I think the Nicholas Coon signing seems a wee bit sort of as if we were preparing for if a bad I had made his mind up saying, no, I want to go. for thought, right, get another right, <coughs> excuse me, another right winger in. That's fine, that covers that. But you're not 
looking at the bigger issues on the park, i.e. left back, Greg Taylor's been rotten for some of that time. Now, Burnaby showed it last week, he's just not cut out mm-hmm. to play as a left back. He's a, he's a winger, and I think it was Gary Neville that said, a full backs are just field wingers. Yeah. He said it sounds he was one. He acknowledged it. He's just, he's a runner, that's nah, it. Aye. It's just as infuriating then, as Kim touched on, some of the loans that were due to go out and thought, at least that's a bit of money off the wage bill, that's good, and then we're turning them up and back. Like, oh, it's just beyond me. See, but where do you begin? Because there's problems at both sides. There's problems with the lack of players coming in. There's problems with the lack of players going out. You talk about the loan deals that both of you brought up. James McCarthy, we had an opportunity to get him away and, and, and some of his wage being covered, and they went, no. Instead, they'll leave him there at training ground paying his entire wage. Where is the, where, the, 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 there seems to be a lack of logic in anything that's been done in this, this January window, Kieran. It seems it's like no logic in any regard to both sides there's no rational thought going into any decision made as you just said because it's like everything that makes the slightest bit of sense to try and take something off the wage bill to do that Benjamin Seacrest has now been not allowed to go out Lager Bielka who we were prepared for before January mm-hmm. came in that he was going to be out we'd heard that filtered through the press at the start of yep. December straight after the final game so you wonder what is going on. I mean, obviously the whole thing with the Cameron Carter Vickers injury injury again. It's it's just it doesn't help things. But like a is now going to be staying. He's not going to be happy. Well, that's what I was going to say. Surely this is much deeper than just what we see in the surface. Because he's he's he said he wanted to go. He came out and said he wanted to go to Syria. He wanted mm-hmm. to move, and now we've rejected that. I, for I'm him. telling you right now, but he will keep him. He's not going to be the the backup for if somebody's injured. It would be like you have players like Welsh, Welsh, mm-hmm. like Welsh skills. Navrovsky, they're all going to start yeah. ahead of him. So I don't really understand the the logic behind that. But because he's he's wanting to go, but there's just with the whole like incomings as well. But it's just been shambolic. And last week I said to you when I I went to that press conference about Lennox Town, R- Rogers did not strike me as a man that was going to be getting three four signings in the door before. Yep. I, I got the severe impression it would have been one more signing. Um, could that be the case come the end of the window? Will Adam Eder bear? So this is where fans are getting annoyed now as well, Cal, because people are, uh, you know, Brendan Rodgers, for months, as I've already said, was, was begging for quality, but now he seems quite content with where we are. So, so nobody can read where the manager is either. It feels like every... Well, and you know me, I'm Rodgers' biggest fan. I, I fucking love him, right? But at some point you've got to turn around and go, where did the lies start and end with both the board apparently backing him then Rogers being unhappy but now he's perfectly happy like can you even tell what situation he's in himself and what he's happy with or, or do you think he's just saying it for the sake at this point I think he's just saying it to sort of to save faith in terms of because you then don't want the press saying oh he's falling out with the board he's falling out with the higher ups this that and the rest and then it just it causes unnecessary problems Problems that aren't there that then creates. So I think he has then just accepted it in the case of, right, just move on for it. What we what we've got and obviously just need to sort of hammer down. <coughs> but you just know he's going to come out and moan about it if we have a bad run of results <laughs> after the window. Say. Like, so make your voice heard when action can be taken. Don't do it in times it's cowardice to do that. In times where nothing, he knows nothing can then be done. He's just saying it when no action can be taken. And in that press conference last week as well, I, he made a point of saying about giving younger players a chance. And that right there raised plenty of alarm bells in my head about actually bringing in people, like getting transfers in the door. Because 
as we said, he went for demanding quality signings to mm-hmm. now it's a case of he's sort of playing it down that he was now and he's happy with the squad. Like, it doesn't n- no logic to it whatsoever. And and now this is where all the kind of backlash is, is coming into fruition and, and all of those kind of bitter thoughts are being very you know, they're not being hidden, put it that way. You know, people are being well and truly open about what they're thinking right now. Are we gambling a league title? That's the big question. Are we gambling a league title? Because that seems to be the thoughts that's gone through everybody's mind at the minute. I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll start with you, Cal. What is your thoughts now for the second half of the season? Are you anxious? Are you still confident? Where do you lie after January in our bid to, to win a league title again? Where there's, what, £60 million in the line or something? Where, where's the, your, the increased Champions League, ah, I, I, I said it to like my dad Ellis, it's like the full thing everybody's talked about touch now about the nepotism FC and such Get oh, come on but it is just very infuriating the fact as if we've settled for well, that team we've got is fine that'll get us over the line if we are to then mess that up and the tight goes to our side of the city you can only then look at the higher ups and say this is on yours mm. you just haven't backed them whatsoever and it started the, the, the conversation we had this in the car Kieran logging on to Twitter it's one of those sore heat days because it's like a mini civil war breaking out between those who are saying it's the young entitled fans again and then obviously the people who are maybe more on the side of, of where we are saying that we want the, we were looking at the best interests of the club. So this is what happens. You suddenly create a divide in the supporters between not just the board and the fans, but the fans themselves. And and you see that popping up all day on Twitter and it's, it's, it's hard to actually read. It's infuriating because obviously you're going to disagree with the people that don't share your viewpoint but and you're obviously going to think you're in the right but surely the logic dictates that what is the point in sitting on a stockpile of cash and why is the length of your ambition to just be a bit better than Rangers? Mm-hmm. It seems like the board is happy to keep them at arm's length instead of trying to develop. Like I, I, I put up the tweet the other day and it was about the Celtic board when it's time to actually oh, build yeah. on a period uh-huh. of strength instead of stagnating when was the last time we genuinely built on a like we've stayed pretty much the same level for years now and it's a distinct lack of ambition for the highest level in the club mm-hmm. and it's trickling down into the transfer fees we're paying for players the actual transfers that are yeah. getting brought in and the scouting department is just I know we have a derby win under our belt in recent weeks right and I'm not suddenly saying that that doesn't matter and it's irrelevant and I'm not by any stretch of the imagination suggesting that we are not like that Rangers are better than us because I can't be bothered with the old ones coming at me going oh no they're better must we just beat them I'm not saying that but as the past couple of months and this is my point I want to make here we were talking about how the, we're saying that the bar is to be slightly better than Rangers what's to say that bar hasn't actually flipped in the last couple of months because arguably they've been playing better football they've been getting good results we've not been getting such good results they've actually been signing players at the minute you'd think they're the team that should be who we are the other ones should be going out and signing players and actually looking to build on a title chase and make ourselves credible challengers so if this bar is always to be slightly better than Rangers right now that doesn't even seem to be the fucking bar so it, I don't know what it is. It's wild because it's like it, we're talking about the divide amongst the fan groups, and it's like I seen a tweet that summed it up perfectly, and it was like you can all you can think that we're still good enough to win the league, but also no accept that the window has been like you can mm-hmm. accept the window has been awful, and also say oh, we've still got enough quality to yeah. go and win the league. Because I believe that. Mm-hmm. I, like it's 
we've got a good squad, but it's just the way we've been playing this season, it's been clear the managers came out and said, the captains came out and said, we need quality additions to help get us over the line. We have got a good enough squad to win the league, but it, we're going to make it a struggle. Whereas we could have went out with a clear plan this month and tried to put a bit of distance between, us, between ourselves and Rangers and we just seem to have stagnated again. Stagnant is how the day's going um, and we'll come back to a lot of these things. There's so much ground to cover. Like, I don't even think we can cover all of it in, in one night. Um, stagnant is how today's gone, Callum. Do you have any faith that sailed going off? And we'll come on to the, the, the stories that have been flying about today, but do you think that there is any belief left in yourself that things will be become... And stagnant. Do you think things will actually start to move over the next few hours? Or have you resigned yourself to Adamida? Nah, I've just settled a bit of one sign in that. I think so. Nah, I think obviously there was the talks are like some of our left back and such going about. You get a bit more hopeful, and then it was Mark saying that or coming out like today, chatting, saying that it's dead in the water. I think you're just Adamida, and that's it. It's like a, it's just for a laugh at this point. No, well, let's just take the pass at them. We'll be able to watch this back tomorrow and laugh. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we're right. But that's the thing. All these stories getting posted about all these links and then it coming out that, or we got told no weeks ago, all these stories just been put out to try and make it seem like we have been busy as we spoke about. Right. Because I, I think I'd be shocked if we got more than eight and before the. Yeah. Let's, let's go over the, the ongoings for today very quickly in, in the window itself. Um, what we've managed to do is obviously sign Nicholas Coon, who we've yet to really see. Couldn't really judge him off the Ross County game, to be honest. He played about half an hour, maybe, even if it was that. Um, in terms of players leaving the club in this window, Yosuke Deguchi left in a permanent deal to Vizel <coughs> Kobe. Quan's obviously away on loan. Montgomery did go on loan, but is now back because <laughs> he's injury. Um, Johnny Kenny, um, Mackenzie Cars, and Marco Tillio also headed out on loan deals. Marco Tillio was yesterday. He's back to Melbourne City. On top of that, today, let's talk about these ones. David Turnbull is leaving, apparently, if the deal gets over the line to Cardiff City for a fee of around £2 million. Callum, uh, it's kind of, when I look online, it's kind of split opinion, the exit of David Turnbull. What, what was your thoughts? Personally, you don't want to say you're glad to see the back of somebody because it has chipped in at certain bits, but I think it's just this season more than anything, he's just infuriated me. I'm at the point, I was like, do you know what, just take two million, just get him out the door. Especially how little was left in the contract as well. Yeah. I think it'd be a good bit of business to at least see some form of money coming in for him. Well, that's my opinion, Keelan. I think it's actually quite good business. The fact they've got two million quid for somebody with five months left in their deal. I didn't expect two million for somebody, especially going to. I mean, we're a Cardiff in the championship. I think they're like maybe mid to uh, bottom mid, mid table championship yeah. team to pay two million for something to be five months left in the contract. I mean, I'm surprised we go with that. But my opinion on David Turnbull, I mean, he can chip in with a goal every now and then. He's got like seven goals this season, and people harp on about his goal contributions, which obviously have been important this season. But his effort levels are shocking. And that's, that's and in, they, they, they they they, they, his stats mask the player himself. I'm, I'm generally not having it. He's, nah, he's, he's not he's a okay. level player. Yeah, he's, he's been very poor for... And listen, injuries have a big part in that. He's been unlucky Aye, with we, them. We gave him young player of the year, player Aye. of the year in the COVID season. No, I mean, the bar was on the fucking floor back then. Sorrow was a player of the year. I'm, I'm not saying I'm happy to see the back of him. I wish him the absolute best at Cardiff. But... Um, why Why keep him around? He's no. got to go. Like, I don't know how people are getting hung up about I it. And you could see that when he came on on Saturday, wasn't it? Well, it can't be asked. Like, he was making sure he never got crocked before nah, he, he, he could get a move. move. Uh-huh. So, I mean, 
good luck to him doing there. I, I do think he will do well in a league like the Championship. Yeah. But as we were talking about in the car, I'm not having what's going to come in the months later if he starts scoring goals for Cardiff. <laughs> and oh, we should never let him go. I'm just going to. I'll go shut down at that point. Aye, that's that's the point where I shut down. I can't. You know, at least Jack and Marcus was good. You know, aye. like I, I can say, accept it to some point. Um, Mikey Johnson, he's gone away on loan to West Brom. Should the deal be completed in time, um, six months, no obligation or option to buy involved. Do you think Calm it spells the end of his Celtic career, or do, or do you think there's an opportunity if he does well? Nah, he's had far too many opportunities. <laughs> I was hoping to say that. Ah, no, he's had far too many opportunities. To, no, I, I'm still not having. He's still young. He's, just, he's like, nah. If, if he was going to do it at any point this season, was his chance to do it. Mm-hmm. Closest he's had was what Dundee and Boxing Day. Yeah, that was about it. outside of that, it was not really a standout. Um, seen it was that was at Tom Garrett on oh, he's not too happy and somebody said oh he's rapid and good with the boy's feet well, who the fuck are you watching <laughs> just not Mikey Johnson <laughs> Johnson away Kieran uh, about time Aye, uh, about time about time is that how you comments this window was a little major thing about actually clearing out some of the it's a harsh word but the dead wood in the club yeah. and up until this point there's not really been any movement on that front I mean Quan was the only player that went out on loan initially and now you've got Tilio and you're starting to thin down the squad like Rogers asked mm-hmm. in that aspect but we're not adding the quality additions like he supposedly asked for as well yep. so uh, once again just no logic in anything but I've also seen like people have talked about this month as well online about oh needing to thin the squad down and now that we're thinning the squad down people are panicking mm. I know I, 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 and I maybe I think that's I think an effect of us not making signings aye, like this, there should have been si- quality signings coming in to replace so we're aye. not having to bring on Forrest Johnson but then all these let's take it the to, you know, people are oh we're getting rid of them I'm sorry Jai if you're listening for any reason <coughs> Jai put in the group chat today oh great so we're just getting rid of all of our wingers I'm like no we've still got five we've still got <laughs> Yang Mabada Maida Palma and fucking Qu- uh, the new boy Kun. so no we're not getting rid of all our wingers we've got five that should be the amount you have in a 25 man squad as long as you've got a first team one a backup one on each side and then maybe a spare one or two you're fine Aye, if they drop each other ACLs at the one time, that'd be unfortunate. <laughs> but let's to fucking touch. Right, I'm drinking CM Punk's injury, so I'm not saying nothing. Um, and uh, the big story of the day, you could argue, one I seen didn't see coming at all, and it's came out of nowhere. Forrest might be off. I, I don't think it will happen, but I, it could I'd be happen. surprised if it happens. I'm not going to lose any sleep. Either. No, I mean, no. I, I can't. <laughs> be, I can't. I'm dragged into the. The, the debate I've been seeing on Twitter oh. arguing about Forest Legacy. Oh. I'm, I'm not. I'm not having a, a conversation about it because it's just going to end in tears for somebody. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, so I've tried tears. to be as respectful. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried to be as respectful as I possibly can in talking about the potential departure of James Forrest. However, I feel like this is a moment to shine for Callum, who's probably been waiting for this day for the best part of fifteen years. So, Callum, James Forrest might be away. Oh, so I'm going up to Costco for a cake. He's away. I can't wait. I'm going to celebrate it for me. That's what's cancelled. Let's just put it out there. You can appreciate the, the service yeah. he's gave Celtic and that, but if we're talking in real terms, his ends of service for Celtic probably should have been about two or three seasons ago. Yeah. Aye. And you can appreciate the times where he was good for Celtic, which when he was good, he was, he was great. But mm-hmm. I think it's a player that maybe one day might get looked back on fonder, but in the current moment, it's been somebody that's 
quite he's been played with injury and inconsistency for the yep. most part. He's, he's one of the most of, inconsistent Celtic players mm-hmm. in the history of but the club. That, once again, he's still got the over a hundred goals, over a hundred assists, X matter appearances for Celtic. And he leaves him a respect. However many, however many league campaigns in a row, and you can respect that. But now's the time, I think, where yeah. that chapter of his career should be brought to an end in a. A dignified manner. A dignified manner. Rather <laughs> than take, take I was going to say that rather <laughs> than taking him out back and, and, and putting the bill up for his brain. Cal, but once again, as Kieran said, it's something you're not going to lose sleep over and I see people getting very kind of touchy about it, but this is the kind of thing that you need to do to, to move forward as a club. Right. You can't cling on to a James... What has been his contributions to Celtic in the last three seasons? Very little. He's had purple patches of decent... Uh, hatch, sure he's had, yeah, he's had purple patches, he's had moments. But you've got to cut those things loose at some point, Cal. I think I'd even take it back to, obviously we're saying about two or three years, but I'd even go back to like COVID. I've had some shocking haircuts, but when he came out with a full <laughs> slick back marmot, that was him done. Uh, his Celtic career was done for that point. Um, but no, I mean, obviously, as we've touched on, he has done bits for the club, massively. But I think aye, his time is up a wee bit ago, so... He said his testimonial. Aye, he got aye. his moment in the sun. And it got a good attendance. There was a lot of people there. So, can't complain, really. I know. He's, he's, he's made himself a, a millionaire mm-hmm. playing for Celtic. So He's had a career in Mace we don't dream of. I mean, he's came a long way if he whipped his dob out in that Presswick nightclub. It's simple as that. Like, <laughs> this one was McGinley asking him for a photo. They went, we'll get one tomorrow. <laughs> you going to go to his house and go to his and take a photo of him? Fit me bar, James, up the road. I generally thought, like, just on the forest thing, like, we're talking about trying to move forward and that. I feel like it might have been an example of the sort of sentimentality thing that we've spoken mm-hmm. about Celtic and letting go of like, the visions we had of players in the past and that. And you can appreciate what he's done, but hopefully he can go and extend his career a wee bit because I was generally convinced he was going to just retire here and be the. Uh, I thought that was why we gave him the new contract, so he yeah. could run it down and be the one club man and that. Uh, to be fair, to I, I'm not convinced that he will actually go nah. with the little... I think it's all smoke without fire. Mm. Uh, I think it was why Celtic are apparently open to offers. That could mean anything. It could be to loan him out, so he's playing football. I don't think... I think we've seen the last of him on the park for Celtic. Um Maybe, but I, I I just don't see him actually going in this window. It's just one of those stories that's crept up. We'll need mm. to see where it goes. Um, that's on the outs. In, in, in terms of the ins, we'll, we'll try and wrap up the first segment of the show. In terms of the ins, the, the latest reports and the live deadline day showings and, 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 and talk is we're looking for a centre mid, apparently, last minute. Don't know if we'll get one because we've not even been linked with a centre mid no. in the window. Um, left back, we're still trying... Uh, there has been talk of the boy for Petersburg. I don't. Really We've exhausted our options though, because Manchester City have said no, Sergio Gomez. Wolves have said no to Hugo Bueno. Uh, your man Kazawa from PSG is on 130 grand a week, so that's a no. Um, we've exhausted all our options. It doesn't. What were you going to say, Kian? I'm just thinking. What's up with Peterborough? The same team that held it for. However many million pounds for that. No, for Ivan, Ivan Tony. Who was it Lee Tomlin played for? Was that Peterborough as well? Mine, um, years ago, we God were... Knows. And uh, you but go with what you were saying. I'm, I'm just meaning, out we wouldn't pay the £10 million for Ivan Tony as we came that. I mean, what would Peterborough hold it for in a January transfer window for the best? What were the best prospects? It was Peterborough. So, 
really, as soon as I heard that link, I'm like, as soon as I heard it was Peter, I'm like, they're not going to bend over and take... That's tw- they've done whatever. it twice. They've done it with Ivan Tony, mm-hmm. And they've done it... Do you remember back like 2014, Celtic really wanted that fat Dick Lee Tom one? And, 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 and like they wanted like they wanted something ridiculous for him. I was like, ah, look at him. Man, a sumo but, wrestler I mean, on a football player. I'd be surprised because I couldn't imagine Celtic paying. Yeah, their, and especially on dead like day when all the cars are in their hands. Mm. They're no, de- they, they're one of the better off teams in in mm. League One. They're not like the on the brink of extinction, you know, brink of extinction or anything like that. Um, he looks a good player, but I don't think it's going to happen. I can't, I can't comment if he was a good player. I'm just going off reading. I've never watched aye. him in my life. I'm just going off reading that he looks good. I mean, good. his stats look alright, but yeah, he's been one of the best players. And it's been a very good season for Peterborough. Um, but Callum, the left back situation—it's a joke that has been left as late. Um, even if we have exhausted loan options, it should never have been the case for this window. We shouldn't have been waiting till the 30th of January to be like, okay, Wills, can we have him? Oh, hi, City, can we have him? We should have been long, long ago talking about a left back signing for the club rather than being where we are now but I mean like, <coughs> even if you look at the performances pre-January you see that then we were crying out for a left back Greg Taylor's getting caught short far too many times especially in Europe he then get to the point of like, right January that's a priority the full back and then as you said but at this point that we're asking Wolves Man City and such and you're just getting rejected <coughs> left right and centre you then like do you think what have we done for the fill of January? Because it seems like we've just sat and twiddled our thumbs. Why is it taking a Greg Taylor injury for us to start proper looking for a left back? It's nuts. Wait, I, I just... So we've been resigned to Burnaby being the backup? I, I think so, <laughs> by the sounds of things. It's absolutely nuts. And then, obviously, the Sydney Van Hoydonk stuff is insane. That looks like that deal is going to be done in the next hour. Um, Van Hoydonk completing his move to Norwich on a, a loan to buy which for a club of the championship you can assume will probably be around maybe three, four million pounds why was Celtic not in about that? I, I don't understand he wanted to move to Celtic he's clearly highly thought of compared to Adamida and yet we've just allowed it to to happen which is weird mm-hmm. why? I feel like that's the question of the right. past month. Yeah. Why? Why Celtic? Why? Yeah. Apart from all of that, the window is looking likely that it will end with an Adam Eda signing. I'm refreshing Twitter. Cardiff City have posted um, a tweet about a signing coming soon, 23 minutes ago. Will it be um, David Turnbull? A lot of the comments and the um, replies seem to think it's Kiefer Moore. So we'll need to wait and see. Uh, it could be, it could be um, David, of course, but nothing yet on Twitter. I'm constantly refreshing. By this time, the podcast is up. We'll know exactly what's happened. Shall we get into the halftime quiz? Why not? Unless you've got any final thoughts that you want to push out there. We've not even got. Do you know what? We'll save it for maybe the next podcast. We never even got touching on the nepotism at Celtic because I think all of us learned this week about the Strachan. Ah, situation which is fucking insane but we'll maybe save it for either later in the show or in the next episode because we'll be here for fucking weeks halftime quiz two seconds I'll get up thank you to Kieran who is back this week Kieran you know last episode we didn't have a a quiz from Kieran and he was actually not well so uh, I hope you're doing fine Kieran I hope you've recovered Um, and uh, don't worry we recovered fine on that episode while Kieran gets the quiz Calum have you got any interesting tales Eh, uh, no, I was going to say, Kieran's fair been enjoying a couple of games. Oh, I was at the Asian Cup, that. I think Kieran learned every minute of the games. Oh, well, we shouldn't actually get started in the Asian Cup because I thought he's fucking in. Nah, well, fuck. come on here. Yeah. Uh, so, 
what I told you in the car about this uh, terrible was not true. I misread it. Oh, right. So what right. I'm looking for of you is, is the ten most expensive January transfer window signings oh, for dear. Celtic. This it was just going to be the last ten. This one could be disastrous, Cal. This oh, one could be, be disastrous because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not feeling confident. Nah. <laughs> last ten signings, maybe. But yeah, last ten price. most expensive signings in January. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw out a guess. How is it that this works again? Do you get lives? Do you get like? I'm going to give a life each. So. Oh right, okay. So like, if you say a wrong answer, that's one life gone each. Right, and then. right, okay. I'm going to kick us off with one that I think could be a correct answer. If it's not, I'm going to look like a dick. Is Patrick Clamalla in there? Patrick Clamalla is number one. Wow, is he? Right. Wow. I'm assuming this is an order. Like, I think it will be. But uh, number one, Patrick Clamalla. Dirty bastard. We're doing it like. I I will keep these singing like like all but one of these is quite recent. Right. Uh, And then in the last five years, one you're going a wee bit further back. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So is it? We're doing it like a turn each year. I did okay. that. Right, we've got one then. I've got Paddy. There you go, Kelm. Frimpong was buttons. He was the match. He also was near. Oh, he was January. Summer. Oh, no, fuck. So you left in January, to be fair. You left in January. My bad, my bad. Hey, well, fucking hell. I think I know who I've got for my D- next Don't game. overthink it. Just think the past few seasons go back to January. I've got my next guess. Because if Kamala's won, then the bar is really not that high. Maeda? No, I'm afraid that's one life gone. No, fuck <laughs> oh, really? I was going to say Maeda next as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fuck me. I thought Maeda was like two million quid or something. I thought about that. No, I Wow. Really? Right, okay. I, that was going to be my next guess. But I know how you've done it. Because we signed them in loan and then signed them in the summer. Oh, that's a point, by the way. That's, that's right. So we did. That might ah, be the reason. Hell. That might be the reason. Right, I'm going to just go out and see Matt O'Reilly. He's no, <laughs> is he? Hell. He's not in the top ten. Ah, oh, for fuck! I knew he was only about. He's on. I've got an honourable mentions list here for players over one million pound, oh, well, which he is on. <laughs> Fucking hell! Wow. I'm actually pretty stunned at that, you know that? Because, what was Kamala, like 3 million? Uh, I've not got the price, I don't know, they have the prices they sent me out. Kamala was like 3 million quid? 3.5 million pound. See, that's not I'm, very I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the, the lowest at the 10 right. is 2 million pound. What? So the, the price range is between 3.5 and, and 2 million pound oh, for these signings. People are screaming at us, Cal. Oh, They're screaming at us. Yeah, they will be. Like... There's some, um, there's I don't know why January really transfers I, oh, January windows are hoaching Because I can't remember for the life of me Who's came in in January windows um, That spells back to you anyway So you get to think Well that dies on once Chuck me Because I'm hitting night We signed players on loan no. See because it's 2 million He might actually <laughs> not even make it anyway Because I think he was maybe like 1.8 or something So we, I thought I didn't think the bar was going to be as low as 2 Do you want a clue? I go for it. For I lives. mean, I've got a couple here, <laughs> but uh, there is not a Japanese player in the top right, ten. That's fine. Right, okay. I'm struggling to remember who's joined us in January. Please don't overthink it, because the next clue I think will help get you's like a good few off the board. But oh, I've got one. I've got an answer. Go I've on. got an answer. Well, there's no Calmstone. 
That's what he's going to go. Alistair Johnson. Yes. Right. Number two. Is he number two? Right. So that's Johnston. Um, who has came out in January in recent years? I literally am hitting the biggest blank of my life. Try and think the most recent year. Oh my god. This time last year. Oh my god. Nicholas Kuhn. Yes. Oh, we are stupid cow. Nicholas Kuhn, number three. <laughs> so that's the three most expensive. My mm-hmm. god. Right. We're gonna do a penny punch and <laughs> Yeah, we do, aye. Who else would there be? Who else would there be? Who's awesome? No, he didn't sign in it. Did he? No, because I, I thought I heard you whisper a name, but I don't think it's right. Go on. But Juranovic? Was he summer? We signed him in the summer. Did so we? Just I thought I heard you whisper him. I thought him. We're on three out of ten. People are still screaming. I've been trying to go through position by position. Oh! No. I'm, I'm going to take that as an answer. I was going to say a striker though. I was going to say Bio. And Bio is also there. They, they were rolling at me. I'm fucking rolling at me. <laughs> so that's how many? Five? Five, yes. Five. We need another five. Um, surely, was he summer or January? I was going to that's say... That's what throws me off. Mm-hmm. The window, is it? Is, no, I, I don't know if he joined this winter window. I don't want to see it. Because I'm wrong. Hmm. I'm going to have to push his for an answer. Uh, is, right, is Marion Shved one? No. Ah, oh, you fucker. Can't remember what window he signed on. I thought we did sign him for a decent amount. Ah, so. same, same. But, uh, no, he's not there. Five out of ten. Right, so I'm going to try and hurry along and say that you've still got so who have you said so far you've said Kamala oh, Bio, Kamala Johnson and uh, Kuhn there is still a current Celtic player in this list current Celtic player in the list current Celtic player I'm going through position my position I'm Vickers isn't he one Scales won't be one McGregor's not one I mean <laughs> Um, it's no Hatati because he wasn't. Ah, oh, because he had no Japanese players. Oh, aye, that's right. Aye. Uh, I've already tried a, O'Reilly. A troubled position. Oh wait, no. Did we sign him in a January? You got to say left back. Aye, aye. I don't think he signed. He's he's not in the seat there. Is it? I don't know. I thought he was, but no. Right to register, I guess. Did you see it? Bellamy. Oh, oh, I was going to say Taylor. Oh, I'm going to to run you straight I'm going to I'm going to Finishing off the list in the mm-hmm. What the fuck? Oh, I said because his first game was Partick Vissel, how am I, Stephen? Aye. They signed in January. And yeah. on your honourable honorable mentions list, I mean... <sighs> I'm, I'm actually saddened, to be quite honest. I don't know why he's gave me this second pyramid, <laughs> because there's also a full other list of people. But <laughs> I don't know. We've went for that, Keelan. <laughs> Well, okay. I would oh, say good effort, but I wasn't a really good effort. <laughs> uh, it's so funny though because you went left back, left uh, back. I was hicking Taylor, and you were hicking Burnaby. 
Um, well, there you go. Woohoo, well done. Um, that was a half-time quiz. Probably one of the worst efforts yet. But, you know, sometimes you can't help it. Um, so we've got Aberdeen at the weekend, which I don't know how to think about it because after the Ross County performance at the weekend, you surely think to yourself, well, we could be in bother. But it seems like away from home we've been so much more comfortable this season and we seem to be okay when we play these teams. Aberdeen have just sacked Barry Robson, which is always a fear because caretaker bounce and new manager bounce and whatnot. Um, what are your thoughts heading into Saturday's uh, game? I don't know if we've had a few new additions in coming into the squad on for the game, maybe not even starting but coming off the bench. I'd have been a bit more excited about the game, and but when you're coming after that performance last week, it's just it's hard to get yourself excited for it really because as you spoke about, you're kind of fearful with them sacking Robson. That I feel like teams always seem to do it and just an improved performance. And I think though, if they've got any sense, they'll just copy the formula of the teams that were hard to break down at the weekend and just make it horrific for us. Because I mean that's happened a couple of times. We've went up there and it's not been the prettiest game of football in the past couple of seasons, but we know the players have got the ability to make it a win, a, de- a decent win for Celtic, but the way we're playing now, there just seems to be no rhythm, no like, consistency in the way we play, so I think players will need to step up to the mark. Just on a breaking, not breaking news, it's hardly breaking, but before we continue the conversation any further, it, according to some rumours floating about just now, either is it... That's it. Like, that's all we're doing tonight. Apparently Celtic are briefing journalists. I'm shocked. Stunned. Absolutely stunned. We'll have to wait and see, obviously, but that's potentially it. Uh, Callum, just building on what Kieran said, um, the weekend was really poor, and it needs to be better than that, especially when you're heading to somewhere like Pataudry. Um What are you thinking? I think, as Kieran said, in recent years, <coughs> we haven't up there like, the most notable win this last season with a 1-0 with McGregor. When you're waiting that long for a goal to then break through, where would they go with that carbon copy of just sitting, just hold it out? Because realistically, a point's worth all sorts to them just to consider where they are on the table. Or do they need to come out and try and play and go for three points? Because again, it's not been all singing and dancing up there at Petodre. It has been quite a sort of slow burn of their season for them. In Europe they've had the results, yeah, but in the like domestically they've just been rotten. Another update to follow the previous update. The same people who reported that that could be it for tonight have five minutes later said, scrub that, maybe not. Wait, who is it that it's said Celt- that? Celtic Underground. Ah, oh, right. So, and usually they're okay. Usually they get something, but... We need to wait and see. Maybe not. Maybe it is. Maybe it's no. I wonder if Celtic will pop Maybe it's the, the opposite. The tweet, ah, don't go to bed. <laughs> go, to, go, go to bed, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all else to see. Imagine that he's just posted it when he chooses That's all, folks. Um, aye. Uh, yeah, so the weekend is, is integral for certainly keeping people happy because... It's getting toxic. People booed us off the park at the weekend, which, you know, I'm never in agreement with. I don't like booing the team off the park. But there's definitely, you know, room to Chris. He's absolutely... And, and if we don't get a convincing win at the, win at the weekend, Kieran, the criticism is just going to get more and more hefty. And then where do you go from there? It becomes difficult. So that needs to get put out the window as well. We've not got the easiest run of games coming up. Oh, no. We've got tough places to go. 
going to Easter Road after midweek next week, isn't it? Yes. Brendan Rodgers never won it. Won it at Easter Road. At Easter Road. Drew, it, drew it at Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we didn't see it that day. And, um, we've also got, I mean, St Mirren, we've, we've, we beat them comfortably the last time we went to St Mirren Park, but in the cup, they'll be right up for it. Mm-hmm. And I wait, they're not getting Van Veen in, you know. No, he's no, got Kelly you said, The scary thing is, right, and I don't want to be that guy, I'm not, I'm not reverting to the doom and gloom end all, it's like done. But, I seen a tweet the other day, and it's not far from the case. Celtic, if they don't get their act together, are potentially three games away from handing Rangers a path to a treble, if we're not careful. And I'm not meaning to be over-exuberant in saying that, and I'm not trying to exaggerate things. But if we were to drop two points twice in these next two very tough games, get ourselves knocked out the cup. You need to keep yourself at a point where it's in your hands. You can't be dropping points to these teams because you can't. You can't trust that these teams are going to do your turn and take points off Rangers the rest yeah. of the season. So, like we're at the point now, where we need to be perfect. And I don't think a lot most people have got the belief in the current squad to go out there and have a perfect yeah. record to the end of the season because. There's only so many times you can get away with playing like you played last Saturday at Celtic Park. You're not going to get away with scraping wins in every one of the games. It's going to come back to bite you. So there needs to be a rocket up a few of their asses for Saturday to try and put this to bed because, as you said, you just don't want a bad result, a bad performance to spiral into another bad performance. And then where does it come back? Where is the, the where, Where's the thing that motivates them again? Especially if there's no new... A, quality additions coming through the door well there might be yeah <laughs> according to Celtic well, maybe, uh, so. on that note we uh, have got the breaking news Mikey Johnson has officially joined West Brom uh, a minute ago um, I mean that photo wasn't taken a minute ago I can tell you that for nothing that's sunshine uh, unless i fucking Australia or something uh, yeah he's joined um, the West Brom till the rest of the season there is nothing that uh, details any sort of obligation or option to buy so it does look as though it's as simple as straightforward as a normal loan deal Aberdeen sacking Barry Robson Callum does it give you the fear to any extent or is it handy no, I think as we touched on it, as always that caretaker bounce, you then see results for teams. This could be a start for Aberdeen. If they better take the result off us, their confidence at an all time high, they then go to Ibrooks next week during the week, if they were to then go and take the result. But then the Aberdeen fall down that trap of oh he'll win a couple of games, we'll give him the job. Again what they've done with Barry Robson. So you can only hope we can get by with it, get a result hopefully and then kick on for there. Should we do our predictions for the starting eleven? <laughs> I don't know if I want to. <laughs> Should we? I mean, Joe Hart will be in goals. Um, back four, obviously. Cameron Carter-Vickers is injured. And I have a bad, bad feeling that it could be a long one. But we're not going to get into it yet because... There's not been any information yet. No, no. no. so we don't, I, we don't want to maybe jump in too soon. Um... So what happens here? Because Burnaby showed last week, he's pretty booty. Um, <laughs> and, pretty booty. Yeah, pretty booty. <laughs> and uh, oh. do you move scales over to the left? Do you just stick with it? Do you hope for the best? What is the back four for Celtic this weekend? What would you personally do? Alistair Johnson, Liam Scales, Nivrovsky. 
and we run a competition to see <laughs> <laughs> why is Mitchell Frame not got back into the side I, I was fully expecting to see him on the bench on yeah. uh, Saturday was it bad when he was given an opportunity and he can't he's got to be better than Burnaby he's got to be no, no. surely um, but it seems that's not a question at the minute so like Callum what would you do would you move scales over or do you think it's Burnaby I think ideally it would be a case of you do move scales across but then also it's you're then going to be a centre back partnership of Nevrocki and uh, scales you'd imagine or if he somehow felt like it like a Belka, which he never would um, but no I think it will end up being Burnaby since it's his uh, only other option if Aberdeen have any brains about them, they will target that right hand side. I just feel like he's, even though like I just still got the hang in my head he's a, a wee live wire. Like yeah. he's just gonna get a red card. Mm-hmm. And he is a live wire before yeah, he gets no. booked for everything. He's just he, and he throws himself into people, like not mm-hmm. in a good way. Like he just shoves folk all the time and Aye. stuff and he's he's not a football player. He's, he's a man syndrome. Yeah, it is, it is. And uh, listen, it's never gonna be uh, drained out of him by the looks of it, so We'll get used to it. Midfield three. We've not talked about it, but another problem: Rio Hatati. Even though he wouldn't be playing tomorrow, obviously, mm-hmm. or, uh, well, tomorrow when this comes out, um, he's he's injured. I know that must be news. a right bastard for. Oh, there he'll be just like a new signing. Sign yeah. so. New signing in March, maybe if we're <laughs> lucky. Um, he is out injured, ladies and gents. He went off against Bahrain in the Asian Cup. Um, once again, don't know the extent of said injury yet. What are we on, Kieran? You're looking at it. Can you see what um, we're on? 48. That's not bad. Um, so midfield free uh, tomorrow, is it as simple as the free that we've been seeing in regular times? I think so. Yeah. I don't think there's got to be much variation on that. I don't think if they... Like should they be really, should they? David Turnbull, last gasp. <laughs> the move collapses. And then front three, that's where I think the most conversation does come in. Because uh, obviously you have Kyogo up front, but who joins him on the left and the right? Because Palma is off the back of an all-time stinker against Ross County. Kuhn is obviously just in the door. Um, and obviously Abada is, is kind of back in and around the squad as well. So so what would you do at the weekend? I genuinely have no clue what the front yeah. three is going to be on the weekend. Maida. Recall him. <laughs> <laughs> He's not allowed to play for Japan anymore. I would like to see Kuhn get a start, but the, the big question is, would you do it against Aberdeen at Pataudry? I don't know. I feel like he needs to get thrown in eventually. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just going to be why the players be signing. Doesn't he get a chance? Because yeah. we're waiting for the right opportunity from me to, to get, get a, a chance. Like, you might as well throw him in and see what he's, he's made there. So, would you go him and Palmer maybe at the weekend? Um, I don't know. The <laughs> they, 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 they penalties are still fucking ingrained in my mind. Uh, what would you say, Cam? You were about to say something. Uh, no, I don't know. I think you would then say it, but then at the same time, it's not as if a bad is really. Done an awful lot wrong in terms of us. I know it was Bucky Fissel and such, and he comes in. But it looks like he's got his confidence back there. And then if you then turn around, you just drop him again. Yeah, I get the, like, I get the fact you've got a new signing, you do want to play him. But then, as you said, the absolute stinker that Palmer had. It was horrible to watch. Right, well, we'll see what the team is. I thought you had something interesting. Uh, no, you know, no, no nothing, nothing at all. Like, there's nothing that's. The, the, the last Celtic update apart from Mikey Johnson leaving was at 20 past 6 and that was that Turnbull's move is close so nothing imagine we got a pure random one like Scott Bain like yeah, somebody that's on loan team in the Premiership and we just take him <laughs> better than nothing but at the same time um, it's, I can't wait for the window to be done we're going to get on to the questions in a minute but 
score predictions for the weekend do you, do you, do you have anything in mind generally no yeah. like I've got the end even why watch the game Kim? Well, I will watch it <laughs> sadly the fish sat in every two seconds I'm so entitled I'll say 2-1 Celtic I'll, I'll go for the the playing 2-1 as well why not 1-0 uh, 1-0 we're all going for the one goal win which yeah. might see some booze from Holmes maybe fans don't tend to boo that often get the job done you get the job done um, right so that's that I mean anything oh. you want to touch on before we get any questions I mean we could lightly touch on the, the, the thing we said about nepotism and the oh the what thing. is that about we've got a golf salesman a golf club salesman <laughs> as the chief European scout we must be the only club in world football which has such nepotism ingrained in its day-to-day functions we've got an owner and an owner's son we've got a chairman and a chairman's son and we've got a former manager and his son all in key roles at the club where where are we now Caden in terms of genuine frustration do you think that Celtic fans are like a few bad results away from being back outside that stadium demanding the sacking of a very incompetent board I genuinely never think it's too far away with Celtic to be honest because the way we've been playing I think that's taking a a back seat I think people are starting to focus on the wider issues and these things obviously come to a head when we're not making moves in the transfer window, when we're sitting on, we're coming out and boasting about the amount of money that mm-hmm. we've got sitting in the bank and we're not doing anything with it. It's infuriating because fans have got their own vision of what the club should be, what they know it could be with the right investment, with the right people pushing for this. And what we get instead is a board that are happy to just keep, we said, oh, keep Rangers at an arm's length. They don't want to push the boat out too much and it's just it's frustrating because we always speak about trying to move Celtic up a level trying to develop the club but the guys in charge have zero intention or ambition to do anything like that mm-hmm. and it's clear to see with the way we've been run for the past 10 years you can talk about aye we've been we have been successful on the domestic front but when fans like you, obviously it's gave us some of the best days of our lives and you can't kind of, you can't lie about that, but I don't think it's entitled for fans to want to see your club take it to the next level. The amount of times I see te- what fans are weird teams in Scotland like entitled bastards. How can they even act like that? They've won 11 out of the last 12 league titles and so on. But I just think if you've got a set of standards for your club that you want to see them reach, why is that such a bad thing? Why can fans of Celtic no have higher standards than fans of fucking Ross County right aye and that's not a dig at my Ross County support no, aye, 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 aye. <laughs> but this is true and I, I just don't you know people always say that Celtic fans would struggle to fit into the psyche of these fans up and down the country I think they would struggle to fit into the psyche of us Celtic fans because we have a completely different set of expectations and it's not because we're spoiled they might argue that it is. It's, it's because we know we can do better, just like a lot of these clubs. It's not my... And I seen a great tweet earlier, and I can't remember. I want to give credit to whoever posted it now, and I, I don't know who it was. It's not my fault that... You know, we see all these Hibs fans greeting about Celtic fans. not my fault that you're ex- accepting shite. They're pish, and they have been for years. They could do better, but guess what? They're not doing anything about it. And they could be. But instead, they're accepting being in the fucking bottom half of the fucking table, and it's the same with Aberdeen, same as these other clubs. And obviously, there's always vocal fans, but they get criticism. 
It's just it's frustrating because I seen a tweet earlier and it was talking about uh, I kind of mind to post it, but I thought they put it really well and it was along the lines of I've accepted now that Celtic will never be what I know it could be. Yeah. Like what you think Celtic could be is just never going to happen with the people that run the club. Run the club because they don't share the vision of the fans. They really don't care. They're more than happy to see the money pile up and their bonuses get bigger and bigger year after year. Mm-hmm. And as fans that put so much money into the club every year, it just feels like you're getting a slap in the face because they don't share the same vision. The people, it's just. It's, it really is infuriating. Can we have Mark Lawwell as head of recruitment? We have Gordon Stratton's boy, not Gavin, the other one, as our um, uh, chief European scout. They should be sacked, both of them, but they aren't going to because of nepotism. How annoying is that to you? Oh, it's infuriating. It's like, not going to then put names to it, but. As obviously it's not to the same scale as how much it's done us over as a club. But even so the guy that then decides sort of all the detail stuff for Celtic, his daughter went to go and work in one of our Celtic stores and I won't name them. She went to go and work there for a week and she complained about it when Freeze called see you the next week. Mm-hmm. You're a full AC and you get it put in. We had he hot of girls. We get fucking ah, it's, like that. So it's everywhere on the club. It's nepotism everywhere. That's a scoop, mate. by the way. That's a scoop. No, I don't know what to have a laugh at that. Yeah. Um, that was a joke that everybody had made. Aye. But it's just it's an absolute shambles to see the way that we are being run when there is clubs all up and down the country that you see being run so much better teams in Europe that are run so well. Mm-hmm. Just due to the fact of they get the right people in and they just get it done. It's not this favouritism and nepotism as we've touched on it's just horrible the board and the, the people working within the club should be re- redone from head to toe and it just won't be and it's frustrating man I, I feel like it's a sort of, sometimes you question if it's some of the actions of the club are just to spite the fans to, yeah. to show that we won't bow down to mob rule sort of thing because it happened with Neil Lennon they kept yep. that kind of job for far too long because Aye. people wanted them out that, yep. that's why it seemed like that and we're seeing the same rhetoric getting thrown about by some Celtic fans now. It's even gone back on Twitter. It's like gone back into a fucking time machine. Eh? That COVID season, yep. seeing some of the the oh, entitled wee Neds and that getting thrown about. Like, I should get fucked. Uh, right. I if you're just, willing to accept being slightly better than Rangers as your be all and end all, and you don't want to see your own club develop and try and reach for higher ambition, then that's up to you. Yep. But some people aren't going to stand for that. Here, here is what I say to that. Shall we get into the Twitter questions? Why not? Let's go. There's not that many today, actually, so we can probably fire through quite quickly. I forgot to like, retweet it later on in the night. I mean, Doogie started with asking, is Peter Lawwell A, a fat Tory dick, or B, a fat Tory wanker, or C, all of the above? So I think, you know, I'll leave that up to the <coughs> interpretation of the viewers. Um, Anthony Devine comes in with, uh, how's 118 coping with the current situation at Celtic and also the CM Punk injury? I'm not, not coping. Um, this jumper is superficial um, I'm hot um, and I don't know how I'm going to go on to be honest but we will uh, Doogie back is it Doogie that asked yeah it was Doogie that asked the first question Doogie says I just feel deflated it's funny how Lowell is back and how we are making the last minute signings from England penny pinching and missing out on targets again I fucking hate these Tory bastards <laughs> he's really not pulling the punches Doogie is he Um yeah, I mean, people argue if Lowell was ever truly away or not, but Callum, it is no coincidence that when he's back in a major role at Celtic, we start to see the same issues that were there before he left. 
That's it. Bring back rugby dog. Big back, but just bring him back. <laughs> um, no, as I just said, he was always sat there and lingering, even if you didn't see him, there was always something towards it. But it's just the fact when just sort of been back and the actual sight of it now, it's just, just makes it even more annoying. He's just such a. Oh, annoys me. Like, I just feel so angry all the time. Just <laughs> honestly, when he's here, I just feel angry. Because of Kevin Bridges sketch. He fucking knows I know <laughs> <laughs> And the, the annoying thing is, like, Peter Lawwell gets touted as this very intelligent man, very well, well, well versed in business and well versed in Celtic and yada. Show us it then. Just show us it. Like, share the ambition. You might be a Celtic man. Share that ambition that the supporters have. It's not coming out your pocket. Well, do you know what it is? Because the bonuses go down ultimately. But. You're no short of cash, big man. Like, you'd think that it's coming straight out of his bank account. They know they can do the bill minimum, or they need no. to do is, say, fucking penalty rangers at the AGM. And yep. They've got a fucking That just pleases the people in the room, and that's the problem. Mm. The people in those rooms, not everybody. I know there's people that watch this podcast that go to the AGMs, and they're on the same boat as me. But the, the fact is, the majority mm. of people who are majority shareholders or shareholders to a higher level, they're all... You know, they're all in each other's pocket, really. Mm-hmm. They've got the shared interest yeah. in their, their side of yeah. things. It's, it's different for the average fan's perspective. Um, we've got views from 443, who says, if we get rid of Forrest, Turnbull and Johnson, does this become the best transfer window ever? <laughs> well, <laughs> we've a free so far. <laughs> it could be, you know. That was us talking about doom and gloom. <laughs> Should we get the pie poppers back out for the, the Lennon episode? I've told you, I've got a Costco cake. Do you see what I mind we were talking about before we came here as well? That mad tweet for, I can't even mind the name of the cunt's uh, Twitter account. Oh, yeah. It's like the podcast, I've got to be getting the blame again for Celtic playing shite. <laughs> oh, yeah, mad. Do you want people to just sit and. Like, I was ready to tweet like that off. Sorry, the change of schedule and fair open honest conversation about the, the <laughs> failings of the January transfer window. Instead, welcome to the head in the sand. Half year <laughs> <laughs> like, is that what people want? I'm so happy with my club. It just seems like a head in the sand sort of thing. And welcome to the age of social media. It's just like, if, if Ida is the only, is the only signing the moral on Twitter's going to be fucking oh I'm, I, I'm generally I've, as, as I've been pretty open about I've taken a step I don't tweet much now and I, I don't really like being on Twitter it just the, the last year it's became a kind of cesspit and I don't really enjoy it and that's not just Celtic related just you know everything kicking off politically and all that I just carry the board so I don't go on it as much but see when you do go on it it's a fucking sore head like all the time I can't be asked. Um Favourite ever deadline day signing doesn't have to be just January. I don't I can't think of many that have been a roaring success for Celtic, really. Was Robbie Keane deadline day? Was he? Was I think he? He was. Because there's a big crowd of people outside Celtic Park. Robbie Keane signs. I, I mean, it was a. Sh- I get that, no. Deadline was January. Yeah, so Robbie Keane was deadline day. I mean, just for the age I was going to the games, I mean, it was a. Sh- like, we obviously never won the league, but it was quite a a shite season but individually Robbie Keane had a, a good spell as in, at, at my age as well when I seen Robbie Keane with company Celtic just a sheer nostalgia for me that mm-hmm. was one I thought wow I can't believe he's playing for Celtic but <laughs> I mean obviously there's better than that but yeah. well I mean Robbie Keane was an excellent player but I'm just meaning in terms of a longer impact at Celtic like Craig Bellamy was a deadline day signing mm-hmm. for Celtic I think it was just uh, a wee bit before I can yeah, comment on yeah. that it was like 2005 mm-hmm. I was too young um, there's, I'm trying to look up but there's no articles on it I'll go with Kino that's my answer 
because it's the only one I can fucking think of that's deadline day. Um, I mean, oh well. If we're talking, if we're Vickers, I know. Are we keeping it exclusively in January? No, I said any window. Ah, right. Vickers, Jota, and uh, Jack Marcus were all deadline mm-hmm. day, weren't they? I'd say if it was strictly January, I'd just go with Robbie Keane. Right. But my shot so much. Has he gone to West Ham? No. Who, Tumble? The deal collapsed, the deal collapsed. What's been the worst window this year? What's been the worst transfer window this year? Oh, right, okay, right, aye, sorry, right. So what's been the worst transfer window this year, Rogers' last window, or the Lennon's last window in 2021? See, just for how, like, looking back on it, the, the COVID season was pretty special just because that was shocking. But at the time, I was like, what, like, what a window. Like, that's just sitting <laughs> here thinking, <laughs> just sitting here thinking, what a window. <laughs> Boy, did that come back to play. Where's your pick, Cal? Uh, I could have run off, so you could say this one due to the fact that this is the one for me. One, uh, two is signings that I pushed. Aye. Like, that is pretty fucking poor. I'm also the fact. It's not positions that we're real about. Yeah, strike, you can say we're lacking in because we're down to one strike yeah. as it is, but wiggers, it's not enough we're shy them. Yeah. I get so, probably with this. Yeah. Have you just been keeping an eye on what they've been talking about on Twitter the past day or so, like, the mystery man at Lennox Town? Or oh, why is this all about? What? It's got to be some youth player that's... Ch- I like, know. Somebody was like, oh, it's Kurzawa. That's definitely his boots and his, his running I'm, style. I'm like, who so the fuck knows Kurzawa's running style <laughs> or his boots that he's currently wearing? He's not kicked a <laughs> button. Oh, <laughs> my God, man. Is he played at all for PSG this season? Thanks. Once, so, I think. Once. I looked it up last night, but when I was, oh my God, I forgot he existed. <laughs> Mordecai says, maybe Celtic are saving up all this money so they can buy Rangers and close up shop. That would be the only scenario to could avoid the nuclear reaction I'm having just now. Nathan says best transfer at the time of signing that you thought was a disaster but turned out brilliant I was trying to think of one See, I can't even think of many players who are like disaster and then they haven't been a disaster what I tried to look at it from my angle was not a disaster but players that I was like don't need them don't care I feel like that's I was thinking like scales and that and just I'll tell you who mine was and I don't mean this disrespectfully. When we signed Edward, I did not. I thought to myself, "Why are we signing this boy on loan for PSG?" I thought you meant the full signing. No, I was like, "Why are we signing this boy on loan for PSG?" His stats don't look great. We've got Dembele. I just wasn't keen. Boy, was I wrong? Like to be fair, but there was a while that season where Edward, I was like, "We're not going to yeah. sign him permanently." Uh, and then he went on that run and scored at Ibrox in the three-two uh, game. You're like, oh, right, let's sign him. But like, there was a good period of that season where he just really wasn't getting a sniff. And I still he scored on his debut at uh, New Douglas that Park. Was and it was uh, all goals I've seen. But nah, I'm trying to think. That would be my any, answer. If there's any player we we signed that was that you're like, fuck, I know. I don't know. I feel like I've done that a couple of times, but none. He didn't turn out. out brilliant, Joe Hart. I mean, he, he really done know. a good job. I mean, I was, for one, you know me, I, I was fuming at the signing of Joe Hart. Within six months, he was my favourite player. I would need to go back and check how I was talking at that point, because I think I was kind of... I think all of you were like, telling me to fuck up, because I was being <laughs> so... <laughs> I was so down about it. You'd think Aye, because, because you went that run, you were ordering the side print, Matt. Right I was steaming. I was steaming. <laughs> but I love him. And I kept tweeting every week, like, do you every single week. Mind yeah. you, if you loved Ollie Buck. 
I, no wonder. <laughs> like, I'm not having this. You right. started wearing long sleeve polo shirts to work in Tesco. Wearing long sleeve polo shirts because they were comfy. Right? Yeah, before before that January, you wore short sleeve polo shirts to Tesco. I seen you up the bakery, and then I come in after he's signed, and you're wearing a long sleeve, your skin tight. <laughs> Listen, Ollie Buck was fantastic, <clears throat> and then Rogers left. I don't care. I'm. I'm. I'm not having it. Brilliant player. Brilliant. Yeah, hero man. <laughs> Such a made up story. Yeah, I bet he wasn't even that time frame. I bet he was like months before. I seen you doing sprints up the back. <laughs> <laughs> can any of you just think of any answers to that one? I, really? uh, I feel my brain doesn't function when people ask me a question. Like, I think I yeah. need about five business yeah, days to come up with an answer for that. When you're more thinking of business, it like obviously I don't remember like. The club is then signed from, but like Christopher Ayer, he goes away for a season to Kelly comes back, it's fucking shit hot. Yeah, but he's unbelievable for no, us. No, something maybe mm. Frimpong because I think I was more excited for Leo Connor. Yeah, yeah, uh, Connor was the I heard academy. Obviously, I like United, so I'd been hearing that he captain at United, like mm-hmm. academy. But I mean, I was really excited for him. It wasn't that I was like, oh fuck, Frimpong. Simple, it was uh, like I was just happy in my heat that Connor was going to make an impact and know him. Um, let's try and rapid fire through the last few ones if you believe the papers since ML was appointed we want to read our mail and oh, this is a long one sorry Matthew oh. can't be asked. Um <laughs> you did sprint up the back of <laughs> I'm trying to see what we've got here uh, David Turnbull says at the t- <laughs> sorry, I'm um, at the time of writing we haven't bought in a new left back uh, for me we should have went out and got Josh Doig should we have got Josh Dyke? How much money did he go to? I think he went for about four million. Was it only that? Something like that. I'll check for definite. It probably wasn't very high, but I just. Where did they go again? Sassuolo. Oh, I can find it in his transfer market anyway. Um, he, I think it'd have been good because obviously it covers the homegrown part, such for the criteria and that stuff. But at the same time, the team really like, six million euros. So they put football in Europe. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'll just go back to Scotland. Yeah, six, six million euros. So about five million quid. It's a lot of money. But would it have been worth it? We'll never know. We'll never know. Um, out of the linked players, which player would you have wanted Celtic to bring in through the whole window? For me, it was Van Hoydonk. I really wanted us to get I him. was starting to get on board with that and then my dreams were shattered. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I think Van Hoydonk. I think it's just more so for that. He'd have paid for his selling shirt sales alone. I know. I know. Like that, all the dads would have loved it. They would have been right then. But all over it, that aye. Eh... Poor guy going on to discuss this. Poor guys going on to discuss the shit show of a transfer window. But anyways, if you could bring in any player from the Angie that apart from Jota, who would it be? Says Luke. Jackie Marcus. Yeah, nah, that makes sense. Jackie no, Marcus. Back up uh, I don't, I don't uh, care if you want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Marcus, without being one of those guys that uh, tweet nah. constantly about him, that uh, would be the answer. Uh, he wanted to. Good go. answer, Cam. Because I was going to say fucking Starfelt, but I forgot he existed. Um, there's literally fuck all I can ask without inciting riots so best non-league ground you've been to says name in what appears to be Japanese font I hope it's Japanese font they're from they live in the circuit of of American tech they live in a racetrack they've got Japanese that's the circuit of the Americas in Texas trans so no, yeah, it's Japanese. Wait, so what was the question? Favorite the question non-league? was favourite non-league stadium. Have you ever been to any non-league stadiums? I don't know. 
Um, <laughs> Shelts and Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy McGrory. That's the only one I've been to. Uh, I mean, I've, I've not got a... I've not been no, a play for a uh, non-league uh, station. I'm, not, not, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not going to be topper. You're going to start falling some rocks over at me. I'm going to make that shit has gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's that for questions. So... Well done. Thank you. Sorry if we skipped any. We'll be back next week. Don't worry. Um, before I get on to the quiz, I'll open the floor. Anything at all. Doesn't have to be Celtic related. We didn't get any food questions this week. Well, what, what have you been up to? Fill me in while I get the quiz. I mean, when was the last time we were here? Two weeks ago. I mean, if, was it before I went to London? Oh, you were in London. Went to London. Uh-huh. Uh, went and work experience. Yeah. And now I've got a fuck ton of uni work to do. <laughs> nice. Calm. Yeah, oh, you did good that slam actually. So I've been enjoying that. It's been pretty good. Working for home, so can be a right lazy bastard more than usual. Um, seen man, you have got a new collaboration with the Stone Roses. That looks yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen so that. Get an F. We're gonna track that. It's a shame it's blue, red, and white, mind you. Oh, is it what? Is it like is the it blue, blue red, white stripes? It's a shame. I mean, no, that would have been out <coughs> to, to buy it anyway. But um, nice. Uh, as for me. Uh, something exciting coming up soon um, which I assume will be out there at some point I can't say much yet well I can I think but I'm not going to I'll tell you it's a collaboration with Ollie Buck on a range of long sleeves um, <laughs> exciting for some people I'll give you a hint it's something to do with the hoodie I'm not releasing hoodies don't worry <laughs> told them you're gone what? I know what you mean but uh, no mention about Mary at all no I don't know I'm going to because on one of the podcasts I asked for somebody to watch the game in Philly which I've realised don't bother telling me where to go I'm not waking up at five in the morning to go and watch the <laughs> fucking game I'll watch it from my bed at six thanks um, quiz time Wee-hey. new year and same faces fuck the Celtic board tonight's field time <laughs> quiz <laughs> tonight's full time quiz I'm never going to get a job at Celtic tonight's full time quiz oh. is going to focus on players we have signed in a window which has always proven so popular with the Celtic fans the January transfer window Craig versus Old that's it that's the tweet it's Jim versus Bertie are we ready? <laughs> yes right um, because you played in the halftime quiz Cal I'm going to allow you to choose if you'd like to go set A or set P yeah, I could just take set B. He's going for set B. Okay. Kieran Old, are you ready? Yes. Alistair Johnston joined Celtic from which MLS club? What is it again? Oh, Montreal. Correct. Good answer. Well done. Callum, to make it 1-0. Celtic made a triple Japanese move. Maida from Yokohama Marinos. Hitati from Kawasaki Frontale and Idiguchi from which club? I did not have a fucking clue. I just... Nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, nah. nah. He's just, but he's just such an, like a forgotten player. He was just there, yeah. had his barnet, got a haircut and then... Fucked up. Uh-huh. So you might pass. His ankle, aye. It wasn't a gamble. Wasn't yes, it, it was, was it? actually. It was gamble, Saka. So it's 1-0, Kieran. Going into question two. I've went the wrong direction. Question two. Kieran, how many winter signings did Celtic make during the COVID holiday special? So the COVID winter season, the uh, winter transfer window. Well, I mean, there was the infamous John Joe Kenny. Yes. But was there anybody else? There must have been. Was there? 
I don't know. I could just go one, I don't know. Correct. The answer was one, and it was John Joe 50 yard pass back for a corner, Kenny. <laughs> Question two, Callum, you need this one. Oh, Celtic made two winter signings during the 2019 20 season, with one being Patrick Clamara. Name the other player. Trying to hear his saying Elva. I'll give you a clue for this one because it is difficult to put your mind into certain seasons. I know who it is. It's a central midfielder. That's your clue. The COVID ball? Yes. No. No. 2018 20. Just before it. Aye, aye. So it's 2019. Fucked him beside. I don't know why I think. I feel like I remember the past couple of January windows. January just slips out of my head. Some of them merge into one. Sorrow. Correct. It is. The man whose favourite Coldplay song is Yellow. Yeah, he's Miles Sorrow. I don't know if he was the end of fucking summer. So it's 2 1, heading into question 3. Kieran, can you keep your 100% record? Celtic made two loan signings in January 2018. Charlie Masonda and who? 2018. Yes, January 2018. Oh, wow. Oh wow, that's a throwback. Great for Angel. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Charlie Musonda as well. <laughs> it was shite for us, but I played him pretty much, man. <laughs> True hero. Charlie Musonda <laughs> and who? If I don't get it, you got to give me a position the way. Well, do you know what? I'm looking at this, and I think Kieran might be wrong. You know. I think there was three in January 2018, but maybe it was summer I'm thinking of. I will give you a clue, but it's going to give it away very easily. Mm. It's a goalkeeper. Ah, oh, Scott Ben. Correct. Now, when he said two, did Jerry Tolyan come in at the start of the season or January? That was the season after. That was a fall. So it was. Bye. So it was. My bad. My bad. Um, <laughs> that's on me. Um, so... It's 3 1, Callum. Big one. Oh, I've just looked at the question. <laughs> Celtic signed which player on loan from Borussia Dortmund in 2019? Oh, <laughs> 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 I just I didn't even fucking <laughs> Brilliant for me. Great host and Bradley Wilkes has got nothing on me. Right, 3 2. Question 4. What would Borussia Which teenager was Celtic's only winter signing from the invincible season at that time? Correct. So, Callum, you need to get this right to keep yourself in the game. Colin Chasm Richards joined Celtic from which club? No, I don't know if that was came from or went to. I would never have got this, by the way. In a million years. I know he played from a point, but Aye. probably after the rest of it. Transport, transport. No, it's no. I think that's who he went to, though. I think so. Kieran, do you know who it was? No, I'm actually racking my brain. Feyenoord. Was it? Yeah, So Kieran has won this week, but we will play on to your final questions. Kieran, your question five would have been to try and get four. But do we actually, you're on 100%. Have you got four out of four? Hmm. Aye, because you gave me the clue to get Scott Oh, aye, that's true. Right, so to get 100%, Kieran, which club did Celtic raid 
for a double signing in Ronnie Dyla's first winter <laughs> transfer window. Dundee United. Correct. Gary McKay, Stephen and Stuart Armstrong. And finally, Callum, your last question would have been Celtic signed Stefan Johansson from which club for £2 million? They are fucked. It's a fucking... Is it not a black and white kit? I, I think they are black and white. Uh, I can picture them. I think mean. they're black and white. Let me see. I've got a big club of that. Oh, no, they're not black and white. They're no. navy. Are you think they're Rosenborg by any chance? Uh, yeah, it's no Rosenborg. Correct answer would have been Strom Godset. Oh, fuck nah. Who is the team that Martin Odegaard uh, famously played for, I believe... Before was the tiebreaker. So well done, Kieran, by the way. Congratulations, good win. Tiebreaker would have been, as source is the ever-reliable Wikipedia, so any player who may have been signed for the youth teams has to be included, as it could be personal could be personal discretion in what each player believes was specifically a first-team signing. Players, so, all right, oh, these are just the rules. The question would have been, since the adoption of the January transfer window by all UEFA clubs in the 2002-03 season, how many players have Celtic signed in that window up till Nicholas Kuhn? So if you want to hazard a guess, just throw out numbers quick. How many years was that? 2002, three, so 21, 22 years. 22, um, 57. 63. You would have been closer, Cam, the answer. 74. Ooh. 74 that, in the January window. And that is that for the quiz. And that is that for episode 102 of the Selic Thunder. God knows how we'll be the next time we get in here. Because we could be in a right state. <laughs> be prepared for that. Yes, be prepared for that. We'll be a throwback to the COVID year. Uh, Kieran, thanks very much for joining me this evening. Don't know if I'd say it. it's been a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been interesting. No, has it? Callum, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Um, take care, everybody. Enjoy the last few hours of the window. Enjoy the game. And we'll be back with you hopefully next week. So until then, take care and we'll see you all next time.